0: to episode 47 of the FL Amateurs of Oz podcast and on deck tonight is my lovely co-host Damo how are you mate? Yeah yeah not too bad man not too bad it feels like
1: uh, it's been the longest time since we've potted to be, honest, to be honest with you uh it's been a little while with uh, international breaks and and whatnot but uh yeah now we're back and uh uh back to the swing of things I uh had a massive red arrow because I didn't captain Harland. But, uh, yeah, what do you
0: do? <laughs> yeah, nah, well, I was in the same boat except I had a good week just because uh, the core strengths of my side shone through, <laughs> if you like to <laughs> well, call it that.
1: You're, you're <laughs> that far back that uh, even a even a semi-decent score probably gain you two or three million.
0: <laughs> I wish I wish it was that much. Well, touching on that, we might head into how our teams went um, last week. So, I end up on seventy eight points. Um, the sort of big performance for me was Madison, uh, a captain seller So not too bad. Um, probably should have finished with a couple more assists in that game. They missed a few chances. Hey um, Zeus, you know had a nice performance. Could have scored more as well. And then obviously Helen, we just uh, touched on then, just had a massive weekend. You know, I, I did have the captaincy, but then, you know, decided, you know, I thought there was a bit more upside with Salah versus Brighton, then, you know, Holland versus um, Manchester United. I sort of thought that he'd score against us, but um I did not foresee that he was going to have a hat-trick and two assists <laughs> and were going to, you know, get smashed. But, um yeah, had a nice little green arrow, though. Had about a 700,000 green arrow, so I'm back up to about point. 5 million from 5.2 million, so nice little uh, rank boost and sort of hopefully this is uh, where the ball rolls and I just keep on it moving up. How'd you go, Damon?
1: Yeah, so for mine, I ended up on 61. Uh, same thing with you, Captain Sala. But, uh, but yeah, so essentially uh, playing Ward, uh, was a good move because uh he ended up scoring uh the clean sheet and the two bonus. Uh I had Trippier who scored seven. Um pretty much other than Haaland, pretty much um blanks all round. So uh yeah, so <clears throat> as I said, not too bad, but I took about a million uh rank dive so I was sitting on about uh, seven hundred thousand, and now I'm uh, uh, one million seven hundred thousand. So, uh, yeah, but uh, that's probably how close sort of the um, scores are at the moment. So, yeah, if, I, think uh,
0: I um, dropped maybe three hundred k when Madison got a yellow card. So, <laughs> that's, you know, that goes to show pretty much how tight it is in you know ranks amongst sort of. Yeah. I guess anything over sort of that five hundred thousand mark. I think a lot of people are sort of moving up and down quite sporadically.
1: Yeah, and no, I see, and no, I really don't think anyone's going to make any significant gains until Haaland starts blanking. So yeah. that uh, <laughs> that game in about three weeks, where he does actually doesn't play, so he will blank, uh, is going to be really, really interesting to see
0: where uh, people will uh, put the captaincy. So. I think you kind of want to line up the captaincy. If you're going to captain Haaland, you want to make sure you line up a good team performance behind him to get your rank boost. But it just seems like he's hauling, but a lot of people's teams aren't really doing too much outside of Haaland. So they're sort of not really Mm. getting those big rank rises.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So now it'll be interesting to see what happens anyway.
0: Well, we might head into our podcast league. So our official Zedbet. fpl images of oz league at the moment we had a top score from a close friend of mine at dean's cowboys of 112 points so massive week he, he captain harlan he had foden had madison so <laughs> that just says the a big reason why and he also had firmino up front which is a massive pick so i'm gonna have to message him and just. start to say how insane that score was. That's a massive <laughs> score for this week. Um, and touching uh, on the table, Klops and Robbers first place on 582, second place, you've got FBO EJ on 581. Uh, Guzman Y Gomez FC in third place on 564. So it's quite uh, tight at the top still, especially first and second only one point apart. And I think they've been going up and down for the last probably four weeks uh, in first and second place. So it's nice to see... Um, it's, it's very tight. And, um, you know, I'm not really going to talk about us too much, but I am uh, down in 91st place. So it's not, I'm, a, I'm a fair point away from uh, being in any conversation at the top of the table. And I think you're doing a lot better than me, but even you're sort of languishing a little bit down. I'm trying to find where you are there. Um, I think, think I, I was around 30th last week. So I probably dropped down uh, a little bit. Yeah, no, you're sitting about 50th, so you did drop yeah. down a little bit. But it is quite tight in the middle of that um, that leaderboard where you are. I think there's only about five or six points that separates you from mm. about 37th place, so it's uh, very tight. Um, also, if you want to head over to our website, check out our sponsor, Bet. Remember, if you are having a bet, gamble responsibly. If you are wanting the best offers and you're wanting a friendly face to help you out, send me a message and I can pass your details on to Darren. He'll help you out and he'll have answer any questions that you have. And, you know, even if you don't bet much, um, he's happy to help you out regardless of how much you spend. So, yeah, he's a really good fella and, you know, I'd like to thank him again for supporting the podcast this season. Uh, we might head in to our first sort of talking point, which is our team's, how they went this week. So I might touch on Manchester United Played Manchester City. Um, I kind of stayed away from making big predictions because I've been burnt twice last season making predictions uh, in sort of these uh, derby matches with Liverpool and Man City. And, you know, I was a little bit optimistic we could maybe compete with what I've seen the last few weeks. But, um, yeah, I actually um, slept through my alarm. I, I turned my alarm off while I was still asleep, so I missed the first 60 minutes and... Um, my son come and wake me up, and I thought, "Oh, I might to see how how the game's going." And I think it was five one <laughs> when I looked, and I went, "Oh, I wonder who scored." And then it was just an absolute barrage of Harlan, <laughs> Harlan and Foden on the screen, and I'm like, "Oh, dear God!" Um, but you know, they just they were just absolutely ridiculous. We looked like we didn't really do anything for the first sixty minutes of that game. Might just touch on um, Harlan. Four chances created, two big chances created, six shots, three goals, two assists. Absolutely disgusting. He's not even human. And, you know, I enjoy watching him play. It's just absolutely ridiculous that he's continuing just to dominate teams like this. And, you know, he's, he touched the ball a lot more than he did in previous weeks. But even he's not touching ball the ball a big amount and he's just having such a big impact. Um, United, uh, a nice goal from Anthony, but... There wasn't a lot of highlights, unfortunately. Um, I kind of was a little bit wary at how we were going to defend Haaland just because he seems to be a man-child. And I don't think Martinez was on him much. I think they sat him off and they sort of had Varane uh, on him. And, yeah, it didn't really work too well. So (laughs) it was very disappointing. Foden, massive performance, six shots, three goals. So, You know, I sort of spoke about him previous weeks. I think he's a decent asset if you're wanting to double up in that attack instead of going De Bruyne. I think that's a, you know, it was a a good shout for anyone that did take that punt. Um, But, yeah, no, just disappointing for me. How did Joel West Ham go, Damo?
1: Yeah, so we ended up winning 2-0 against the Wolves, uh, eased past them. It's uh, it's uh, no coincidence uh, when Moisey starts uh, uh, Ballon Dawson that uh, we <laughs> kept the clean sheet and uh, won the game. We, we looked a lot better in this game. I think we're finally starting to uh, sort of, find our stride, which is something that we haven't really done in the EPL thus far. Uh, now, I think Moisey finally made some necessary changes to the team. I know he dropped Soufal to the bench, uh, played Kera, uh, our German international, uh, in right-back position because that's where he plays for uh, Germany. Uh, yep. In the in the in the internationals and uh, we we did look a lot better. Uh, obviously, um, Dawson played in his place at, at centre back, and we did look a lot better. Uh, I think uh, Kera ended up doing pretty well. I think he got a double digit return in that game. Uh, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, it was ten points. Um, he also dropped uh, Antonio to the bench. Actually, played a Skamaka who. Uh, uh, kicked uh, an absolute worldie at uh, the yeah at the, yeah, at the uh, start of the game um, to uh, open the scoring
0: for us and uh, yeah uh, with uh, the oh, likes just of touch on one thing mate. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that assist given to Bowen? I just <laughs> I don't know how that was an assist when you've seen previous weeks where yeah. the players kind of put a ball in and it's hit a player and running the goal, and they haven't been given the assist, but Bowen kind of fumbles at a ball and it rebounds yeah. to Scamacca. Uh,
1: <laughs> I know, I know, but, like,
0: yeah. Uh, I mean, good on don't, him, but, I yeah. mean, just.
1: I don't, I don't think it's any, so, like, it's one way or another, do you know what I mean, like, <laughs> in terms of whether it is or it isn't. Uh, in all honesty, I don't have Bowen in my team, so I'm not going to say, yeah, it was definitely in his. <laughs> <laughs> and assist, but uh, you know, uh, for those of you who have uh, Bowen, you know, well done, and you take the assist when you when you get it. Uh, but he's like, in all honesty, Jared Bowen's also looking like the Jared Bowen of last season in that game. Yep. Um, you know, uh, I know Declan Rice isn't fantasy relevant, but uh, he he looked pretty dominant as well. And and again, it, it could have been a byproduct of playing a, a down and out sort of where, uh, Wolverhampton side. Um, you know, only time will sort of tell uh, whether we can sort of continue uh, that sort of run. Now I think because it, it was only our second win of the season, so you know, still, still a little um, way to go. But um, the signs were the signs were pretty positive. Uh, so yeah, so like, as I said to you, the, the the moves for me in terms of, and this is not. So much an FPL thing, but rather than a, a West Ham thing or an EPL thing, I think demoting Four Fournel's, and Antonio to the bench, um, and allowing Dawson and Maxwell Cornet to start uh, a league game uh, really, really helped uh, yep. in terms of our chances. And yeah, so as I said, I was I was pretty impressed, and we've we've continued sort of that form going to. Um, uh, the I don't know if, is it called the Europa Conference is
0: it yeah the Europa I think, Conference
1: yeah so um yeah we went I watched that um this uh, this morning wasn't it yeah I watched that this morning and uh we secured a 1-0 win so I think we don't have to play in that for another five months now so because we've uh <laughs> <laughs> we've qualified for the knockouts now so we can just sort of sit back and relax and uh I'm, Pretty. I didn't watch the. I only watched the the highlights of that because I didn't get up. But uh, pretty sure Antonio started that game, and um, yeah, then Skamaka came on late and ended up scoring the the winning goal. So uh,
0: this continues his form. Yeah. The only.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So he look as I said, Skamaka's been really really dominant in our European games. Um, and as I said not so much in the in the EPL games, other than the the Wolves game. But yep. uh, you know, if, if he can start finding his stride, uh, the only one that I'm sort of, I won't say concerned about, but it, it Paqueta sort of looks a little bit out of sorts in the EPL games. So um, I know he assisted Skamarka in the in the European game, uh, but yeah, it's, it just seems he's just a little bit off the pace in terms of uh, the. Uh, league games so far hopefully yeah. it's just a sort of an adjustment period and he uh he starts sort of performing but yeah so in terms of uh, fpl relevancy i think if you're gonna go west ham um i would definitely really sort of be looking at skamaka i'm actually probably going to be bringing in skamaka this week uh for uh, mitric because i'm pretty pretty sure he's yellow flagged not um sort of red flagged or anything like that at the moment but i don't think he'll play. Um, yeah. So I'm probably going to be bringing Skamaka because we play Fulham. So I'm hoping for a – oh, we play each side. So <laughs> hoping for a few goals there and um, pretty sure Skamaka will start given that uh, Antonio started in the European games. Um, yeah. But I'd be also keeping a keen eye on Kera and where he plays because if he takes that sort of right-back spot off um, – foul, he'd definitely be an option at uh, four point five. He's one I'd definitely be looking at as well.
0: No, definitely. I think that they just looked a lot better with Skamakra and Cornet. So, I just mm. hope going forward that that's they're going to just persist with that. And then you know, obviously, if it doesn't go good in the next few games, then change things up. But I, I, I think they've earned their chance to at least start the next couple of games and just sort of see how that goes. If they can continue to win games, so. That's my opinion anyway as an outsider looking in. Mm -hmm. But um, did you have any other key takeaways from the week, any players that sort of stood out or performances or teams?
1: Yeah, so I will say um, it was uh, sort of nice to uh, get a clean sheet from uh, Leicester. Uh, That's
0: very surprising.
1: Yeah, and uh, looking at their run as well, uh, in the next sort of four, or I won't say five games because they've got Man City in the fifth game, but the next four games, uh, they've got Bournemouth, Palace, uh, Leeds and Wolves. It's a really, really nice fixture for Leicester. Um, definitely, like for those of you, you know, for those of you who have Madison, uh, definitely one to be looking into bring, in, uh, bring it in, um, And uh, but also, like, A lot of us have Ward sitting on our bench. Like I, uh, I said, I played Ward this week and and it paid off. uh, Played him over Sanchez, and I'll probably do the same thing this week um, against Bournemouth.
0: Same, same boat. Yeah, so
1: because Sanchez have got uh, Tottenham, uh, and you know, obviously Ward having Bournemouth, so I think uh, it uh, is. I won't say it's Ward time because most of us probably had him on had them on our benches, but uh, I think it is uh, time to start playing just that little bit more. Um, yeah. I really like in terms of that Leicester game as well. I really like Castagna as a differential. Um, yeah. He's you know he's he's a nailed player. Um, picked up an attacking return, I believe, uh, in that in that last game. Uh, but yeah, it was pretty much it was all about Meadow, um, that game. I know you, you had him, so maybe you can have uh, more of a say on um, on him.
0: No, definitely. We might uh, start the, the preview. So the first game we got is Leicester against Bournemouth. So Bournemouth at home. Um, yeah, a touch on Madison. You know, if you haven't got him, I definitely think he's worth getting in. Last week, we might just have a look at his stats. So last week, Four chances created, two big chances created, three shots, two goals, one assist, and could have had another goal and another assist. So he just absolutely exploded. The last probably three three games, he's been really good. Um, he just looks so good on the boards. Exciting play to watch, and I think that this could be a little bit, I guess, a little bit of a, a sticky match for Leicester. I still think they're going to score. But I'm, I'm just not sure whether it's going to be the amount of goals that everyone's hoping because Bournemouth have shown they're a little bit better defensively now. Um, there's a player that I might just touch on quickly, Zamora, 4.4. Uh, um, their fullback, he he gets forward a lot, um, provides good service to Selenke in the middle there. I think, you know, if people are looking for that downgrade option, because I know a lot of people are getting out Trent Alexander-Arnold, I really think... Uh, Zamora is a really good pick. Uh, Week 12, I think, is when Arsenal and Man City uh, blank. Um, They have... Just let me get it off here. They have... Um, Southampton at home. So Bournemouth play at home to Southampton. So I think a lot of people, if you're, you know, obviously going to have to sit out a couple of your city players, I do think it's if you do have Zamora and you do that downgrade option, you've got a nice little option to come onto your field there for one of your players. And, you know, he's had four attacking returns in his last eight games. So for a team that hasn't really kept a lot of clean sheets this season, he's still scoring points and, you know, he was probably unlucky not to get close to an assist the other day as well. So I definitely think that he's a good option to consider. I think Harvey Barnes is another good option. But for me, it's Madison first. Um, Zamora as a good downgrade option. And, I'm you know, I'm picking Leicester to win this game, but I think, you know, it could be like 2-0, maybe 1-0. Just a sticky fixture for them. Um, Bournemouth will probably have their chances. But, yeah, I think um, if Leicester's defence is the real deal and not just a one-hit wonder, um, I could see them winning, you know, 2-0. What about you, Devon?
1: Yeah, I uh, I think about the same. I think 2-0 uh, for for Leicester in this game. Uh, in terms of players, uh, you've sort of touched on most of the players. Uh, in terms of Leicester, uh, other than the ones that you've touched on, uh, I think it's uh, about starting starting Ward. I think Ward keeps the clean sheet again. Uh, yep. I do like Castagne as a, as a differential down back. Uh, but as I said, it's, it's the Matto show. Uh, no other sort of uh, midfielder in that Leicester side is uh, in his realm at the moment. Uh, and, yeah, so in, and in terms of Bournemouth, I'm not really looking at anyone uh, at the moment. Uh, they've... The, the, yes, they've sort of the, kept cleans and things like that, but they have been relatively disappointing, I think. So, um, yeah, uh, I think for mine, it's it's those sort of Leicester players I'd be looking at, and if you can get um, Madison in your sides, uh, oh, other than that sort of Man City game in 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 a uh, couple of weeks, uh, they've got decent-ish run. I think they can get something out of the Arsenal game, whether it's a, uh, a high-scoring draw or a um, or a sort of uh, – even if it's a loss, I think they can sort of
0: get something out of it uh, FPL-wise. So, yeah. See, so. I even think that City game he could score because City just mm. seems to be – seem to be conceding goals this season more than, you know, recent memory, um, even that- just like – but. They
1: have, they have, but I think uh, also when you've got
0: uh, a player like Harland up forward, where is scoring hat tricks for fun? I don't think it matters. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I mean, like if you're yeah. looking at uh, Madison as an option, I, I think last like, season it might have been against hmm. Liverpool. He banged a, a goal and an assist.
1: Yeah, but like even that um, that game against you guys, like they were five one up within a blink of an eye, like, that that game was over. Like, I know you yeah. guys scored a couple of games, uh, a couple of uh, goals late, but, uh, yeah, in, you're right. Like, the pe- uh, teams are scoring more goals against them, but
0: uh, I think if they if they need to, they'll put the, the foot on the throat and then you ain't getting past. Yeah, I can imagine, like, you could still finish 6-2. To City, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you'd be starting like uh, outward that week unless you're sort of hoping that, yeah, nah, correct, you know, six save points to go if he's you know, minus 10 from conceding eight goals. So, mm. we might uh, get into our next fixture, which is Chelsea and Wolves. Um, this has been a sort of bit of a tricky fixture for Chelsea over the past couple of seasons. Uh, Chelsea have looked a lot better um, since Obama Yang sort of started. He's actually looked really good for Chelsea. I think Reese James, if you don't have him, I think this is a great fixture because Wolves just don't really offer much going forward at the moment. You know, they could prove me wrong uh, and score a goal, but I just, I just don't know where these goals are going to be coming from. And, you know, I think, Fofana being injured is a, a bit of a blow for Chelsea, but I think Reese James and Chilwell, I think two really good options this week. I think uh, people that are taking a punt on Sterling, definitely think that's a good uh, good punt. And even I don't mind the punt on Aubameyang as well. But outside of that, I'm not really looking at any of the, the Wolves' assets at the moment till I see a bit more from them. But I think Chelsea will win this game. I think it'll be 2-0. I think it'll be tight, but I still think they're going to have enough in the tank to sort of get the win here. What about you, David? Yeah, so
1: I think, uh, yeah, Chelsea win this game. Uh, they probably win it comfortably, uh, looking at about 3-0, I reckon. Uh, in terms of Chelsea, I will say in terms of Chelsea and FPL, I do wish uh, a player like Gallagher would get more minutes. Uh, yeah. He's he's looked decent in every cameo that he's played. and uh, He's picked up points so like if uh, if only Chelsea would give him just that little bit of uh, of a run, I do think he could be a decent asset, uh, yeah unfortunately not at the moment uh, but uh but yeah, so he does remind me of uh sev- probably you know several years ago when chelsea uh, had had that transfer ban. Uh, And they could only play sort of the young players. It's like he's almost like a Mason uh, Mason Mount back then, you know, sort of coming through. Um, But, yeah, so uh, until he sort of gets a few more minutes, he's not really an asset. But uh, they've got – they do have a really good run now. Uh, They've got Wolves, Villa, uh, Brentford, uh, United and uh, Brighton. So I do see goals. In uh, in their future, and if you see goals, you can't go past Aubameyang at uh, nine uh, Picked up a uh, return in his first uh, first game, so uh,
0: yeah, I think he returned again this, the yesterday in the Champions League as well. Yeah,
1: so I think, and you know, like back in the day, until he had that sort of falling out with Arsenal, he was a decent, you know, he was a decent option. Uh, when he was at Arsenal as well, like I know, I'm pretty sure you captained him for a minus two. But uh, <laughs> other than that, other than that, um, yeah, like he is he, he's, is he's pr- he's a pretty decent player, and I think uh, he's going to. Or the Chelsea system is going to work for him, so uh, yeah, like I, I can see him uh, picking up at quite a number of returns over the next few weeks. Uh, in, ter- in terms of wolves, I'm really not looking um, at anyone e- for wolves. Like the, they just they're in the relegation zone. Uh, they they're just not. There's something just not there at the moment in terms of jelling. Um, pretty sure, uh, pretty sure his name's Bruno Large. He's um, under pressure to. Actually, turn the ship around, or um, he might get the get the axe. So I thought he uh, did get the
0: sack, or they had not I, sacked
1: him. Do you, I don't think he either, have yet, Bruno i oh, I'll actually Google it <laughs> while we're talking. Uh, Bruno Large. Uh Oh, hang on, he may have got the sack.
0: <laughs> yeah, so he got uh, the sack last week. Yeah, yeah, on Sunday.
1: Ah, oh, there you go. See, I haven't followed haven't followed the news yet, but, as I, as, I, as I was saying, uh, he, um, yeah, so and, until they sort of sort out um, things there, uh, I just don't think they're going to go anywhere. I just don't think so. So, which is disappointing because they, they, they were a couple of seasons ago just this absolute attacking <laughs> machine. So, um it'll be good it'll be good to actually see them return to that but uh yeah at the moment i just can't see it
0: no definitely well we might move into our next fixture which is going to be pretty self-explanatory We've got city at home to southampton last season southampton did steal points off city in this fixture i think it was a one or draw but they didn't have a robot playing up front for them last season so I'm probably going to stay away from predicting a tight affair due to previous results. I think Man City will win this game. I think they'll win it comfortably. I can see it at being at least 3-0. I think Haaland's going to score. I think Foden's going to have his hand in a goal. Um, yeah, I just think that you, you need, definitely need Haaland, and I definitely think it's worth taking the punt, even if it's a minus four. I think Foden between Foden and Haaland, you're going to get that minus four back uh, this week. I think even if you want to go double defence, um, I don't mind that option because I can't see Southampton, you know, getting a lot of attacking chances and scoring goals this game. I think they might keep it a bit tight for a little part of the game, but I think, yeah, I can't see them scoring. So, yeah, I'm going to 3-0 win. Um, but, yeah, those are the options that I'll be looking at. What about you, Damon? Yeah, so I, uh, I can't see City's... Scoring
1: less than three or four goals here, so I'm going to go four 0 for City. Uh, I just I don't see uh, where Southampton will cause any sort of trouble for City. Uh, and you're right in terms of you know Harland. I think I think he's almost almost got to about eighty seven percent ownership in in FPL. So. Uh, I think, other than dead teams, I don't think too many other teams don't have Harland in their side and uh, captain him every week. Uh, other than that, as you said, I think Foden's looking really, really good. Um, but yeah, the the city is just a bit of a machine at the moment. I, I don't think they can do any any sort of wrong. Um, just looking at the only thing that I think. Not so much will stop them, but their run for the next five, obviously, after Southampton, they have Liverpool. But I don't even think Liverpool – Liverpool aren't the same Liverpool they were last year. So uh, I can still see goals in that. they blank. uh, Then they have Brighton and Leicester. So they have sort of that tricky fixture with Liverpool and then a blank. But, uh, yeah, like uh, I would say as long as you balance your side and don't have – you know, six sort of city slash arsenal players, so you can actually balance your side up. Uh, I, you know, I think two two city players uh, should be good
0: um, to have in your side. So, yeah. yeah. Definitely. I think, yeah, i sort of had that pretty good now. I've already got two assets. I probably wouldn't go off third for me just because nah, I didn't go th- still, so.
1: Mm, I wouldn't go third until after that blank.
0: No, nah, definitely. We might get into our next fixture, which is Newcastle up against the mighty Brentford. I think that this is going to be a good game. I, f- I can see this really attacking on both ends. I think Newcastle, Callum Wilson came back last week, looked really good. You know, ended up with a goal, had three shots, one big chance created, one big chance missed, one post hit. So, he um, probably could have finished with a couple of goals. I really think that when he is fit and he's playing, it looks like he's going to score every time the ball goes near him in the box. And you know, getting the delivery from Trippier, I think this could be a game where you know he scores a few goals or even at least one goal. I is a good option this week as well. Um, one person I might just touch on quickly, Willick. So last week he had four chances created, two big chances created, two assists, four shots and 71 touches. He just looked like an absolute animal. And we saw last season there was games where he just looked amazing. And, you know, it's it's easy sort of, I guess, uh, knee-jerk and jump straight on him this week. I think a lot of people are sort of jumping on uh, Almiron, but... You know he's looked really good a couple of games now for me, and he could be a nice little you know sneaky pickup for their you know the next few games that they have. And you know you might be lucky enough to get a couple of assists or maybe even a goal. So I think he should have had a goal this game as well. He come really close, um, but outside that, you obviously got Tony on the other side of the ball. You know I still think he's a good asset. There's there's a chance that Newcastle can concede. They're not sort of like a powerhouse at the back there, but you know he probably for me I'd, I'd rather Wilson if I was flipping a coin right now but yeah I could see this maybe a 2-0 win to Newcastle or 2-1 uh, to Newcastle but yeah for me I think Newcastle is going to get the win. What about you demo
1: Yeah, so I can see this game sort of almost be maybe a high scoring draw. So I'm going to go uh, I'm going to go 2-2. Um which is not high-high scoring, but uh, <laughs> let's go 2-2 for uh, uh, for Newcastle-Brentford. Uh, uh, for, for mine, like, as you said, you know, Trippier, I think Trippier is the, the asset to have for Newcastle. Um, Wilson obviously came back last game, got an attacking return. Uh, with Isaac injured, I think uh, Wilson is a decent option to have as well. Uh, with, you know, keeping an eye on Almiron and Willock, in terms of the cheaper options. Uh, but, yeah, probably leading towards Almiron. Uh, actually, uh, did you
0: say Willick or Almiron in terms of leaning on? Um, I would lean on Willick, but I said a lot of people are sort of going yeah. on Almiron. I think you had a price rise. Yeah, um, so, yeah, so I, I,
1: yeah I, I, look, I, I don't think you can go wrong either way. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it, it'd be sort of an interesting... Uh, an interesting watch in terms of this week. Uh, in, in terms of Brentford, they, they had like obviously had a pretty boring game with, with Bournemouth. Uh, neither side sort of looked like scoring. Uh, Brentford in particular, I think uh, they need to do something. I think they have to do something in this game. Tony's been really disappointing in the last three weeks you know, I, I brought him – I think I actually brought him in after he's 17 and um, he's gone – I think he's gone 0-1 and 2 the last <laughs> last three games. So uh, I still think he can do something. But, uh, yeah, it's it, it's going to have to be now or never in terms of uh, the fixtures. The After Newcastle, they have uh, Brighton, Chelsea, Villa and Wolves. So definitely some games that they can get some returns from. But uh, but yeah, so we'll we'll go for a draw in this game and uh, yeah, see how we go.
0: Yeah, no, I like it. I think yeah, if it was a draw, I think it would be a two or a draw. I could see goals in this game, so I think it's actually going to be a really good game to watch. Then so we might get on to our next fixture. We got Brighton at home to Tottenham. Um, this this is an interesting game because I sort of thought Brighton might have um, fell away just for the first few weeks with the new manager, but it's almost like they didn't miss a beat. They probably looked even a bit better. So. This game, I think Tottenham, you know, are a defensive powerhouse. I could see Brighton getting their chances. I think if people have Trossard, definitely, you know, playing because you know I still think that Tottenham can concede. But you know, this is it's a weird fixture because I could see Son actually getting a return this game, but I can't see a big win by Spurs. I think this could be one of those games where it might be two one to Spurs or a one 0 win to Spurs. But I think Son um, is going to be the pick this week. I think he's going to have a good day out. He's uh, shown the last sort of a few weeks that he's sort of on the rise. Um, he almost scored in the Champions League uh, the other day. He looked really good as well. So, yeah, I think this could be – he could have his confidence up and I think he could score this week. But, um, yeah, I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. But, yeah, I'm picking uh, the Spurs to get the win. I think Trossard, you know, a nice pickup for Brighton. But outside of sort of – Kane, Son, and Trossard, I'm probably not looking anywhere else. What about you, Demo? Yeah, I'm probably looking at a maybe a 2-1
1: win to Spurs here. Uh, uh, Brighton Brighton have some hard fixtures coming up. Uh, they, they play uh, the top six teams in the next five. So they've got uh, Tottenham, Man City, and Chelsea in the next five with... Uh, Brentford and uh, Forrest sort of sandwiched in between. The only really asset that I'd look at Brighton is probably Trossard. You know, he's just he's just one of these players as you know we saw last week that can just bob up with uh, quite a number of returns. So, uh, in terms of Brighton, if you do want to take a little bit of punt, like I, I would go Trossard, but with uh, I say that sort of with bated breath given Brighton's fixtures in the next five. Yeah. Uh, in terms of uh, Spurs, it's again it's a bit of a mixed bag in terms of fixtures. Uh, well, after Brighton, they've got Everton, Man United, Newcastle, and Bournemouth, so probably a little bit better off than uh, than uh, Brighton. But uh, yeah, so I'm I'm sort of tempted by Son uh, Sun or Kane, but not really looking anywhere else. There's not really anyone else that I'd look at, Uh, did, uh, now you can, because I didn't actually watch this game, uh, but I saw that Emerson Royale ended up a minus two, did he get a red card, did he?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it was a a silly challenge, He pretty much, yeah, yeah, went for the ball that wasn't there, and just like kicked, it was a pretty bad tackle, actually could really hurt the player, so yeah.
1: So like, I would have said Emerson Royale, but I, I think he's out for uh, one or two now. So, or is it yeah. three? Is it three with a red card?
0: Uh, I think two for a straight red. Yeah. yeah and yeah, then I yeah. think if there's any sort of serious issues, I think that's when it sort of mm. goes to three to four. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, really, you know, it's it's, it's Sun or Kane, but uh, I sort of say that with, with not a hell of a lot of temptation for, for Spurs assets at the moment.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely I think Sons one to look at for the upcoming fixture. we've seen against, you know, Man United, we can concede goals. So I probably would be too scared off with owning sort of a Spurs asset for that fixture. We might get into our next game, which we've got Crystal Palace at home to Leeds. Um, this, is, this is intriguing, this game. I think Crystal Palace, they looked really good against Chelsea, created a lot of chances. Um, you know, I think that this... This is the type of game it could throw off a bit of a, a weird result. You could maybe see like a 2-0 a win to Crystal Palace. I think Leeds, you know, Leeds could definitely score this game. I think this could be a potential to be a good game um, back and forth. But, you know, I'm going to go Crystal Palace at home. I thought they played really good against Chelsea and probably unlucky not to get something out of that game. I think the likes of Zaha, you know, is their best asset to own. But for me, Eze probably stood out for me a bit more last game against Chelsea, you know, had two really good chances and, you know, came close to scoring. He's sort of playing that um, Gallagher role that he played last year. So he's sitting more centrally lately and sort of like a deep line number 10, but also sort of getting close to the box as well. So, you know, I think we've seen in the past, you know, that can get you points. Uh, you know, Gallagher got some massive hauls from that position. So, you know, I think this could be a game that, you know, Eze at 5.5, I think he could be the pick this week for me. I think Leeds, uh, Sinistera um, definitely is an option, um, definitely could uh, pop up for a goal this week. But, you know, I think this is going to be a nice display from Crystal Palace in a 2-0 win, and I think Eze is the pick this week. What about you, Damian?
1: Yeah, so I actually think uh, it'll be a uh, – I think both teams can score. so But I'm going to pick Palace to uh, beat Leeds. So I'm going to go 3-2 for Palace. Uh, uh, Palace at the moment are the pick of uh, the EPL teams in terms of FPL relevancy, in my opinion. Uh, They've got Leeds coming up and then Leicester, Wolves, Everton, Southampton. So all relatively good fixtures for Palace, I think, uh, and now's the time to sort of jump on Palace assets. So if if you're sort of looking at a – if you're looking for a new keeper, uh, let's just say you have Sanchez and you see that Sanchez has three out of the next five uh, top six teams. Uh, a move to Guaita might be tempting at 4.5 for those looking for a keeper, uh, yep. especially with those fixtures. Uh, as you sort of said, Zaha and Eze are probably the pick of the players, uh, so I won't sort of touch too much on them, but I will say that potentially Edouard as a differential, but uh, as we've sort of spoke, we've spoken about quite a number of forwards already and you can't fit him all in three positions, so uh, it'll be hard to bring him in over, a, say, a, a Wilson or, or uh, you know, if you've re- if you've got Jesus or, in my case, I think uh, I still have um, a Tony in my side as well. So yeah, uh, he's a bit of a differential there, but he's one that uh, may be an option, but uh, not uh, not quite. As good option as others, um, in terms of Leeds, yeah, like other than who you sort of spoke about, I, I can't see myself bringing in anyone else. Um, just having a look, at who who did Leeds play last game?
0: Uh, they had a nil or draw with Aston Villa. Uh, uh, actually, okay. sorry, Sinistera is not a pick for this week. I'll correct my. Mistake! I forgot he got a red card. So he ah. definitely got <laughs> there you go. Um,
1: yeah, because I wasn't was say the I think the game was pretty forgetful, so that's why I t- couldn't remember um, what uh, what had happened. In it. yeah, so yes, yeah, Sinister got a, got a red card. Uh, yeah, maybe uh, Melia uh, made six saves. So you know, potentially Melia uh, just trying to look at, just kind of trying to see what they're. Fixtures are uh, like in the next couple, uh, uh, not, not so great.
0: Leicester, not Arsenal for defensive assets.
1: No. Yeah, yeah, nah, 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 nah.
0: And yeah, then Fulham, and then I think the four fixtures Liverpool. So you got Liverpool, yeah. Arsenal, Leicester in there. You
1: know, probably, games. they're probably in a void. Then to be to be honest with you, just for the next couple, uh, and then sort of revisit them a little
0: bit later. No, definitely. Yeah. Well, we might get on to our next fixture. So our next fixture, we've got West Ham against Fulham. So I'll quickly touch on this and then I'll hand it over to you. I think Mm -hmm. West Ham are going to continue their run. I think I could see this game being maybe 3-1 to West Ham. I think Bowen and if Skamaka starts, I think Skamaka's a pick as well this week. I think both of them are going to be, you know, in amongst the goals. I think Bowen's looking like his old self. Um, Probably still is missing a few chances, but I still think that, you know, he's on the rise. And, you know, I I had him in my free hit uh, two weeks ago and I was pretty happy with the pick and, you know, didn't get the the double-digit haul that he got uh, last week. So (laughs) very disappointed to watch, but it was kind of made me feel good that from what I did see with Bowen, you know, he was trending, you know, in the right direction. And, you know, it's good for West Ham. When he's playing good, you know, I think that they're not going to lose too many games. So... I think definitely Skamaka, Bowen this week. Uh, I do like the shout the shoutest to Fowl. I think, you know, he's definitely a good option if you're looking for a defensive asset from West Ham. Uh, Fulham, I think Mitrovic is still a play. You know, we've seen uh, this season he can still bang goals in against anyone. So I still think that he could score this week. But, yeah, I think this is going to be a nice uh, consecutive win at- for West Ham. Uh, what about you, Demo?
1: Yeah, so I, I, I think we... Hopefully, should keep the clean sheet. Up. Uh, if Mitro doesn't play, even more so. I Think we're going to win three uh, nil. All touch on Fulham first. So the uh, Fulham do have a decent run, sort of after us. They got Bournemouth, Villa, uh, Leeds, and Everton. So, uh, but without Mitro, if they don't have Mitro, uh, it probably will impact them. I have liked the look of Dick Dover at 5.5 um, as a little bit of a uh, punt. Uh, and then, you know, thinking he will, um, and I'm going to butcher his name here, but Vinic- Vininkus, Vininkus, I think his name is, uh, up forward, uh, he's probably the man that will replace Mitro if Mitro doesn't play. Uh, you know, if he gets some decent minutes, maybe an option again up forward. Uh and as I said in terms of in terms of us, uh, as I said earlier, I think it's time for Skamaka. Bring him in. We're playing Fulham. I expect goals. Um, you know, Bowen starting to play well again. Uh, and I did say, uh, I did say, if Kerr keeps that sort of right back spot over Sufale, uh he's going to be a really valuable player at four point five. I'd be tempted yeah. to sort of bring him into. The one that I'd probably avoid at the moment is Paqueta. As I sort of said um, earlier, he, he just, he doesn't, he hasn't quite settled in terms of um, the, whether it's the pace of uh, EPL or the sort of the, I will not say the, the sort of rough and tumble of it. Um, just trying to think of another another sort of name to <laughs> describe the EPL, but uh, yeah, so I think he'll be long term he'll be okay, but um, I think he just needs a few more games to uh, settle in to that uh, West Ham side. But uh, yeah, I can see a few goals for Skamaka this uh, this week, so hopefully, I'll, I'll, as I said, I'll more than likely be bringing him in, and hopefully, he uh, rewards me with a double digit return.
0: <laughs> I like it, mate. Um, we might get on to our next fixture. So we got Arsenal at home to Liverpool. I think this is gonna be matched around. I think there's gonna be goals, 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 galore. I think Salah's started to look really good the last three weeks. Um still not obviously at uh robot Salah from last season, but I think this is gonna be a fixture where we could see him, you know, score a goal. I think just you know, two good attacking sides. Liverpool have been horrid defensively. I think, I doubt they're going to be able to stop uh, the likes of Jesus Martinelli uh, from scoring this week. I think, you know, Saka as well. I think this is just going to be a high-scoring game. I'm picking a 3 or a draw. I think there's going to be a lot of goals. Um, and I think people that have hung on to Jesus, uh, the likes of Salah, I think, you know, you're going to be rewarded. People that are taking part on Saka as well. I think he could be in amongst the goals as well. So for me, the two standout picks for me this week is definitely uh, Jesus and Salah from this game. I think both of them um, are going to have a nice day out for fantasy and a nice day out for football for both sides. Um, what are your predictions, Damo? Yeah, I actually think this is going to be a statement
1: game for uh, for Arsenal. I can see Arsenal winning. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go uh, Arsenal to win 2-1. Uh, now, in terms of uh, Arsenal assets, uh, Arsenal do blank in uh, three weeks, three game weeks. Uh, obviously, they have Liverpool uh, this week. So, yeah. Um, after the blank, uh, they do look promising with uh, Southampton and Forrest to come. Uh, I'm going to throw sort of Saka as a differential. I don't, I don't think, i not sure how many people have Saka uh, in their size, but I don't think it will be too many. Um, he's looked pretty good the last couple of weeks, uh, as well as uh, Jesus is tempting again. Uh, I, I, as I said, I did sell him for uh, Tony. But, uh, you yeah, Tony hasn't been great. So <laughs> it might be time to sort of jump off uh, Tony and back onto Jesus, probably after they're blank. Uh, in terms of Liverpool, uh, I'd almost be avoiding Liverpool assets the next three. I know that's sort of something that we haven't said too many times, uh, too many times in our 47 pods. But, uh, yeah, they, you know, they've got Arsenal... Man City and then obviously they have the might of West Ham so uh yeah like the next three don't look good and then their fixture starts to sort of open up a bit with Leeds and uh, with uh Forest and Leeds but I'd almost be avoiding liberal assets at the moment I wouldn't necessarily be selling um so like I'd be keeping the big guns like Salah and TAA but uh wouldn't necessarily be selling them but uh, they just they don't know how to keep it clean at the moment. So they, they are leaking goals. Uh, so my sort of question is, was Mane that important to them? But, uh, yeah, they just, they just haven't looked themselves. They haven't really looked um, like the Liverpool of old this season. So, yeah, it's a, I'm not sure what you sort of think about that, whether, uh, you know, you sort of agree with me in terms of Monday's mate. Monday mates so much of a difference, but uh, yeah, I don't know what else it is.
0: No, I think just defensively they've been poor, and you, you see in games where when your defense is poor, it's almost like you're you're less. Flawed in attack because you are worried because you are going to be conceding. You are always having to backtrack and do more defensive work. They've probably had to do more defensive work this season than they've had to in previous seasons, especially in these easier fixtures. I just think, um, I think the planner sort of touched on it, like we've touched on in the last few weeks, is that just as a whole, Liverpool's been poor. It hasn't exactly just been Salah being poor. Like Salah's had his chances, and you know he's definitely creating the chances but just as a whole, the team just, it's just, they're not gelling. Mm. So I just, yeah, I, ca- I can't put my finger on it either. It's, you know, outside my pay grade to, to work yeah. out what's going on. But, um, yeah, they just look a bit off it at the moment. This, their, their final sort of ball in that penalty area, they're sort of missing their players, they're missing shots. I think uh, Nunes had in the Champions League uh, the other day, had about 6,000 shots and didn't score any goals. So, yeah. Um, it just seems that they're in a bit of a funk at the moment. So I'm hoping for Salah's sake that they do sort of, you know, come good and, um, you know, he gets sort of the team he deserves to be playing in like last season and we can sort of see the full potential of Salah. But, yeah, it's definitely been disappointing. Um, Well, we might get into our next game, which is Everton at home to Manchester United. Um, I would say that this is a favourable fixture for us, but last season I sort of had the same opinion and they beat us. So I think that this – I'm hoping we come out and make a bit of a statement after that poor showing against City, but, you know, I'm probably not going to be uh, make any bold predictions, but I definitely think uh, Anthony and Rashford are two good picks for this week. Uh, you know, Rashi just showed his potential. He came off the bench this morning in Europa League, got two goals and an assist, so – you just it's he's done that throughout the season, and I think this could be a game where he's going to feature in the goals. I think Anthony is a great pick as well, especially for his price. I, I'm not really interested in anyone at all from Everton, as much as you know they have played better and they do look better. Just considering FBL assets from Everton is just since Patterson's gone down, there's not really anyone that I'm sort of looking at. Like Morpay might be a nice shout, but we've already spoken about, you know, six better options up top there. So for me, um, I could see United winning this game. I'm thinking a bit of a 2-0 win, but, you know, I could definitely see us conceding as well. But I'm hoping for a 2-0 win um, and move on to next week. What about you, Damo?
1: Yeah, so I think you guys should win. Uh, and I think you guys probably will win. I'm going to go 2-0. Uh I've really liked the look of uh, Anthony sort of coming in uh, I think I think if if I'm not mistaken all the players debuting last week uh, returned <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure uh, I could be wrong but I'm pretty sure all the uh, because uh, Obama Young's uh, scored Anthony returned uh, who was the other one that uh, was their first game, or someone else that was their first game and, and scored as well. So, uh, yeah, So, but I think he's looked um, pretty decent. Uh, I like the look of Ericsson as well. I think Ericsson's finding his groove in that Mad United midfield. Uh, so, again, another good asset uh, as well. And uh, what are your thoughts? I'm, I'm not sure if you touched him because I. Um, took off the headphones for a minute, but uh, did you touch on Martial at all?
0: Uh no. So yeah, definitely another good option as well. I'm mm-hmm. sort of, I'm just not sure whether they're going to start him. They probably should start him, but I'm just not start? sure whether they're going to be who, um. Patient. Who will start in his place? Uh, well, uh, Rashford could start, but ah, uh, okay, but not yeah. not a hundred percent confirmed because they would do Rashford, then they would have Anthony and Sancho
1: um but uh, but he did he did look good. Um, obviously in, in the loss, but
0: scored a, scored a few goals late, didn't he? Yeah, no, he did. So, yeah, uh, he's definitely working up to full fitness. I'm not sure where his fitness mm. levels are at, but obviously it's a little bit sticky out top. They actually got Rashford, you got Martial, you got Ronaldo, you got Sancho, and you've got Anthony. So, a lot of options is, there. And is Ronaldo just a, a non-starter anymore? Is that like um, mm. as I'm not like I don't know whether he's the perfect player for the way that um Ten Hag wants to play mm. um, but I still think he has a role. But um, as he came out and said, out of respect for Ronaldo, he didn't want to bring him on in the game against City, being down like five one. Which I I'm still a bit confused about that because Ronaldo, I... if he had to Ronaldo to play, he would have said, "Yep, get yeah. me on." But, see, I just don't think – and, look,
1: I could be wrong here, but I just don't think Ronaldo thinks he is a bench warmer. Like, I think in Ronaldo's head, even though he's pretty sure he's close to 38 now, if I'm not mistaken. Could be
0: 37. Yeah, but he's a different different breed of 38. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no.
1: I'm not sort of knocking knocking that. But, like, I think Ronaldo, just like Ibrahimovic (laughs) – Yeah. (laughs) I don't think Ronaldo sees himself as a bench warmer to come on late. So I think, uh, yeah, I think if you're going to play Ronaldo, he has to start rather than coming on as a sub.
0: Um, Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, but, you know,
0: who knows? Yeah, no, definitely. Um. But we might get on to our next game, which is the last game. We got Nottingham Forest at home to Aston Villa. This could be the week that Nottingham Forest do something, hopefully, because they've looked good in parts, but defensively not so good. But in attack, Brennan Johnson, uh Owani, if that's how you say his name, probably not. But um Both, uh, you know, a nice little punt options up top, but we've already spoken there's about six or seven better options to choose from. Lingard looked a little better last week, but, you know, for me there's probably no options outside of Nico Williams to sit on your bench as, you know, bench fodder and, you know, uh, super sub if you, you know, you end up down plays and he needs to come on. But I think uh, Coutinho for me has looked really good the last three weeks. I uh, was very unlucky last week not to score a goal and get a, a nice little attack in return for people that sort of got him in. Um, I definitely think he's a good option this week. We've seen Nottingham Forest, their defense isn't where it needs to be. And I think that Watkins and continue uh, are combining, I could see a few goals. And I'm going to go with maybe, maybe a 3-1 win to uh, the likes of Aston Miller. I think people that have the assets... I actually could see Bailey scoring just to troll troll (laughs) FPL uh, another time this season where people have sort of had him for long periods hoping for a return and he hasn't done anything and then scoring the goal when a lot of people decide to bench him or trade him out. So for me, I think this is going to be a Villa win, but I'm kind of hoping, uh, a little part of me is hoping that Nottingham Forest get it together and can get some points here. But outside of... So the likes of Coutinho, Watkins, I'm probably not looking at anyone. What about you, Dammer?
1: Yeah, I actually think I think it's a Villa win, uh, and a comfortable Villa win. Uh, I think two 0 Villa win will do it. Uh, I can't see Nottingham Forest. They they are rooted at the bottom of the table, conceded 15, uh, 15 goals so far, uh, yep. and the next and the next worst is Leicester, who I, I actually. Even though Leicester's only won one game, I don't think Leicester is a bottom three side uh, and they've only conceded eight. So almost double, Notting Forest have uh, conceded almost double the amount of goals that Leicester have uh, and just have not. They've, they've lost like their last five. I think the only game they won was against us, <laughs> so uh yeah, that was their that was their only win for the season um and no. they just haven't have not looked good. I think they've not that they've overspent but i I just think bringing in as many players as they did I think it was something like twenty something players um. I could be wrong there, but I'm pretty sure it's a fair few players that they brought in. You you, you can't – you need to have that consistency of a squad. Um, And, yeah, so I I just – I don't know what more they can do. Uh, The – I think they ended up buying the Manchester United Lingard instead of the West Ham Lingard, so uh, that's 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 no good either. So,
0: but uh, yeah, I like in yeah. the situation to when your kid gets the Lego out, he can't just pick you know the pieces as he needs it out of the bag. He just pours it all over the floor, and you're like, mate, how are you building <laughs> anything of this chaos? You know, that's yeah. not in a forest.
1: <laughs> yeah, so they, and they are they are I think. If I'm looking at the EPL table at the moment, uh, I'm looking at Wolves and Forest as probably the two worst teams in uh, the EPL at the moment. And, yeah, then uh, looking at that, it's it, will be hard, it's hard to sort of pick a third worst site. Like, obviously Leicester hasn't played well, but I think Leicester can get themselves out of um, trouble. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I don't know, maybe Southampton, probably the, for me, the, maybe the third worst side at the moment. But uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens the next uh, four or five games just to see how the table is shaped because, uh, yeah, with Arsenal on top at the moment. Uh, and But I think Man City's been playing better than Arsenal, even though Arsenal are a point ahead. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, if Brighton can keep up their form. You know, they're currently in uh, Champions League uh, place in fourth spot. So, um, and I think uh, I think uh, sixth is the new uh, uh, new number for Man United.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, West Ham. Hopefully, will finish top ten. But
1: so. uh, no, it, it, look. In, in all honesty, um, sort of sidetrack with us. I, I do hope that now. We start to sort of have a run of a run of um, wins and sort of move up the table a little bit. I don't know, don't know if we can sort of get the heights that we have in previous uh, in previous seasons, given our poor start. But
0: uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with um, with us. No, definitely. Well, we might get into shit the bed. So for this week, I'm going to go with my boys United. It's been a while since she has been in this <laughs> section, but to not show up for 60 minutes against um, a robotic Harlan and an absolute ridiculous Man City side is just poor. Just I just don't know what they were thinking. You, you know, you want to show up for these games Derby game, but, yeah, just a poor showing. And, yeah, I just thought it was a poor performance all around. Even though they did, you know, scrape back those three goals, I could just, you know, those are pity goals, you know. Too late. The horses are already bolted. What about you, Damien? Yeah, I think for mine it's
1: Liverpool, to be honest with you. Um, uh, yeah, it's just they... Drawing against uh, Brighton, but uh, it's more so even just the way they've been playing the last um, the last few as well. Just that they haven't looked like the uh, the Liverpool of old at the moment at all. So again, I don't know what's going. Don't know what's going on with them, but uh, you know, conceding three goals to to Brighton. Uh, you know, not great, you know, drawing with Everton, 0-0, where, you know, last season would probably would have been a three or four nil win. Yeah. Um yeah, so I know they I think I know they beat Newcastle, but then in the previous I'm just having a look. Uh, where are we? Oh well, actually they, they did beat Bournemouth nine 0 so can't really <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, like I don't know, like they're just they're very up and down. Um, and if it, if it wasn't for an uh, Adam Webbs Adam Webster own goal, um, they might have even lost to Brighton. So uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on with with, with them at the moment. So I'm going to put them in the uh, shit the bread uh, segment.
0: No, definitely a good candidate. Um, we might get on to our differential. So at the moment, the tally is sitting at 19.15. I've got a nice four-point cushion over you, Demo. Obviously, there's been a few weeks where we haven't had our pictures if we haven't mm. potted or you haven't been on the pod. But for this week, I'm going with Wilson from Newcastle sitting at a nice 1.5%. I think this is going to be a week for him. A lot of people are going to have envy when he's banging goals in for fun this week. What about you, Demo? See, uh,
1: I am actually I've, I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to start bringing in some West Ham assets, and I will start with my man Gianluca Scamaca. He is 0.8% owned, six point seven, pr- uh, priced at 6.7. I think he will absolutely go mental against Fulham. I'm looking at two or three goals, and uh, he's our own little mini Haaland.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Haaland from the $1 shop.
1: And yeah, I can see. I can see. I was going to say, I can't even call him the young Haaland because I think Haaland's actually younger than him. Because <laughs> Skamak is only, I think, 23, but I'm pretty sure Haaland's only about 21. So. Yeah, I'm pretty uh,
0: sure he's like 21 in human years, but he's like uh, <laughs> three in robot <laughs> years.
1: Yeah. Uh, what? What do you? How? Uh, it's 22, 22 Harlan. So, but uh, but yeah, so they're almost as young as each other. Uh but yeah, I can see Skamaka scoring a few goals in that Fulham game, and yeah, so that's the reason I've sort of brought him in.
0: And that's going to be a nice little face-off there. Two strikers going head to head, seeing if he can claw back. Uh, a margin in this uh, race for the differential king on the podcast. So it's going to be exciting, mate. I'm looking forward well, to it. Well, you can't be king of the podcast this season, so you're going to have to be something. <laughs> uh, well, mate, this week I return to my rightful throne as king of the podcast at the big score. So <laughs> we will see, mate. You've kept the seat warm, um, but it's time to go back to the kitchen and do <laughs> your duties. The king has come home.
1: All mm-hmm. hail
0: the king. Uh, well, we might get into our players to watch. Um, I'm similar to you, mate. I'm, you know, looking at these West Ham assets, definitely Schumacher. If he continues to start, you know, definitely a great option up top. Bowen um, has been on my radar for a few weeks now, just looking at how I'm going to maneuver him. I'm uh, looking at Asala and Son as well. I do have Salah at the moment, but I am sort of looking at Son, seeing whether I'm going to have to bite the bullet, get uh, Salah out up until the World Cup window and play Son. So we'll see how we go. What about you, Demo? Yeah,
1: I think I'm going to be all in on uh, West Ham assets. So, you know, Skamaka, uh Bowen, and as I said, uh, special mention to, to Kara uh, if he can keep that right-back spot, even if he doesn't and he goes back to centre-back, he's a big lad and um, can score a few goals from headers. Uh, But, yeah, in that sort of right-back position, he uh, can definitely score some attacking returns. So looking at him
0: as well. So all eyes on uh, this week and see where he starts. No, definitely. Well, we might get into our team plan. So for me, I I decided to do my transfers early because I'll be preoccupied at the FPL Social at Sydney tomorrow. So I have a feeling I'll be caught up in all the festivities and I will probably forget something in my team. So I've taken a minus four. I've taken out Trent Alexander-Arnold, bought in at Zamora, as my sort of downgrade option. I'm not going to play him this week, but he will serve his purpose in the next couple of games. And then that allowed me to upgrade Greenwood, who was just, you know, a bench fodder, uh, to Callum Wilson this week. So I'm going to play three up top of Callum Wilson, Harlan, and Jesus. So that's going to be my move for this week. What about you, Damo?
1: Yeah, so so
0: far I have uh, taken out
1: Mitrovic. And I brought in Skimarka. Um, As I said, I um, with without any knowledge. Uh, I think Mitro may miss this week, but uh, don't hold me to that. If he does miss, then it was totally me. But uh, if he if he doesn't, uh, don't uh, don't come at me. Uh, and I, th- I will either sort of just make that one move or potentially take a minus four, maybe taking out Luis Diaz for another sort of eight point, uh, 8.0-ish player. Like Madison-ish so, Yeah,
0: player, maybe, right? ma-
1: maybe even a Madison. Like, Madison does play Bournemouth. So I think if I do make that minus four, I'll probably get it back with Madison scoring uh, a goal or, or, or two. So... Uh, yeah, so Liverpool do play Arsenal, so I I can't see Diaz doing much in that game. Uh whereas, you know, someone like a Madison uh may actually do something against Ormouth, So potentially looking at that move, I haven't done that one yet, but I have done I have done the Skamaka move. So yeah, so I think um yeah, I, I want to start playing the game in terms of having you know a few differentials just to uh, just to sort of catch those um, those rises. So, like in my side at the moment, I've got Zaha, got Skamaka, um, or you could have almost call Tony differential as well. So, differential-ish, I think. Uh, yeah. Oh, is it twenty-three percent? So he's not so much differential, but the other two probably are. Um. Yeah. Actually, Zaha's at eighteen percent. I didn't realize that. Um. But yeah. So. But I think having those one or two um differentials will help, and especially if they you know fire up, <laughs> uh, will help uh me uh raise the uh, rise and ranks a little bit.
0: No, definitely. It's sort of my differentials this week. I've got Eze, Madison Wilson, and Rashford. So. Hopefully, a few of those can pay off, but, you know, it's FPL. It could be a higher chance that Rashford gets benched, doesn't play. <laughs> SA <laughs> blanks, Madison blanks, and I'm, um, you know, laughing. So mm. we'll see. Um, captaincy options this week. Are, I think it's pretty easy this week. Harlan against Southampton, I think, is the option. I don't think there's anyone. Maybe a Madison if you want to go differential route, but for me, I think it's just the smart option this week. Harlan against Southampton, you know, even if you don't think he's going to haul, I still think he's going to score this week. So, you know, I'll take sort of like, you know, double up seven, so 14 points from a captain, you know, I'll take that. What about you, Dan?
1: Yeah, yeah I, I just – I can't see uh, – I can't see Harlem not scoring and not doing well. Uh, he hasn't blanked. Has not blanked, like – yet at all. So, yeah, like uh, you can't look past Haaland at all. Um, Yes, that's
0: Haaland for mine. and Yeah, yeah, so pretty easy captain at the moment. Yeah, no, because other weeks there's always been a couple of options. You could go, yeah, I could go away from Haaland, but this week I just don't think that there's... There's any other options unless you're really wanting to, yeah, go the differential route and sort of really sort of take a stab. But I think Harlan's definitely the peak this week, or even a Foden. Like I think just the city asset in general, I mm. think is the peak this week. Yeah, um,
1: and before we wrap up, uh, maybe a little shout out for uh, your other little bench here in terms of uh, A League for anyone that is interested.
0: Uh, yeah. No, definitely. yeah. No, we we do have an A League podcast which we started back up this week. We put our at our second episode. We do have an interview episode with Jacob Douse from Perth Glory, who used to uh, play for Broadbent and Magic here in Newcastle. So um, it was a nice little episode. It only goes to twenty seven minutes, but you know an absolute uh, top fella and you know a great story um, on how he sort of got his way to Perth Glory and getting his first A League contract. But, yeah, we'll be doing a, a weekly podcast covering the A-League and then obviously with the new A-League fantasy game that's out and official, we'll be doing stuff on that as well, content, player picks, um, differentials, stuff like that. So similar to this podcast, maybe a bit more A-League uh, football orientated with a little bit of fantasy at the end, so the complete opposite to sort of what we do here. But, mm. you know, definitely uh, check it out. It's the A-League amateur hour on uh, on uh, Twitter, so at A-League, underscore am hour um check it out you know there's some of putting up weekly post uh weekly content and um yeah some nice little podcasts and you know Damo will be on it sporadically throughout the season whenever he has uh the free time but you know I've got Jacob on as a co-host as well to help me out and we'll have the occasional appearance Some FPL Matt Day and at D10 as well so you know lots of uh good football knowledge jumping on and Hopefully, uh, football this year in Australia is going to be, you know, a lot better than it has the previous seasons, just of COVID and all the interruptions. So I'm actually quite excited. And uh, I do expect
1: you to win uh, at least one or two of the uh, football social – the FPL social uh, soccer AM challenges. And if you don't, um, I'm going to be pretty disappointed in your your, your queue. So I – past my uh, futsal shoes in my, brief, <laughs> in my suitcase. Well, so. well, you know what? I... Uh- Oh, I'm pretty sure I won the last competition in in, in my loafers. So if, if you uh, can't win them in uh, your futsal shoes, then I uh, think you're going to come back to the pod with your uh, tail between your legs.
0: No, definitely. will just touch on that. FL Social tomorrow in Sydney. It's not too late. If you are interested in getting a ticket, head over to FL Social on Twitter. They are on Instagram as well. Uh, they'll have all the links there on where to buy your tickets. But you know, as Damo said, um, he did win one of the challenges at the last FEL social. So the pressure is on it for the other half of the pod to uh, do the podcast proud. And, you know, I was speaking to FPL eyes. I wasn't really going to be uh, bringing any extra shoes. I was just going to do it in whatever I was wearing. But then he said, I think I might bring, uh, you know, some futsal shoes or something. So I quickly went into my cupboard and got my futsal shoes out and I packed them just in case. Um, but yeah not cemented in yet whether I'm going to wear them or not but um yeah no excited um it's going to be a monsoon of weather in Sydney tomorrow so should be good um maybe you'll see you spot us all in the crowd being merry covered in at water and absolutely drenched but you know it's going to (laughs) be it's going to be a good day I'm excited and you know shout out to the addicts boys who have helped put it all together you know Jack's Worked his butt off. I think I spoke to him the other day on the phone. He's just been flat out organizing this, so you know, really excited. And you know, we've got a special appearance from uh, Lloyd Awusu. Um, you know, we we all know he's his impeccable touch and his goal scoring ability. So I'm actually excited to see him do the challenges tomorrow. If I can beat him, you know, <laughs> I'm just going to say I've made it. So we'll mm-hmm. see how <laughs> we'll see how we go, but. That's us for this week. We'll be back next week with another podcast. Uh, sorry for the late podcast this week with our, with my work and Damo's work. It's been a, a pretty busy week. But, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week and good luck. Hopefully there's some green arrows coming your way.